Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. Good to be with you. Uh, Chargers-Eagles yesterday. Eagles had that early goal line stand, which I thought would open the door for them. Uh, in the end, what did them in? Uh, not being able to get a stop. I mean, they, they the Chargers didn't punt in the entire game. That's normally a they, bad sign. Yeah, the, the Eagles did stop them. You mentioned the one goal line stand on fourth down, and they stopped them on another fourth down around like the 28-yard line. But they didn't force a turnover, and they didn't force a punt. Um, and that's, I mean, they let the Chargers offense once again – uh, you know, a quarterback completes more than 80% of his passes. I think it's the fifth time it's happened this season Yeah, that an opposition quarterback has completed more than 80% of his passes against the Eagles. And that's, you know, I mean, a lot of these are good quarterbacks, but that's, that's unacceptable. They're playing this bend but don't break where teams are more than happy to take 10, 12, 15 yards a pop and just systematically move up the field. And the Eagles don't do anything to force the issue. Uh, the defensive line, which the Eagles have poured a lot of resources draft-wise and money-wise into, I don't think got a quarterback hit against a not spectacular offensive line. You know, uh, that's, for me, where it comes down to. You've got to be able to do some things defensively. And uh, I thought, to their credit, they – they stuck offensively with what worked last week in the big win over the Lions. They ran the ball right between the tackles, shoved it down the Chargers' throat. Jalen Hurts, uh, they didn't ask him to throw a ton, but uh, he was pretty good when he did. Did miss a couple that might have been touchdowns, and that's obviously a big problem, but didn't turn it over, kept moving the chains. And they scored 24 points, which, you know, more yeah. often than not should be enough to, to be able to win a game, especially when you're, you know, running the ball as well as they are and, and kind of dictating things. But defensively, they just they, they don't do much, and it shows. You know, it's interesting because after really not running the football in the first half of the season, what's now opened the door for them to have a change in mindset that they can run the football? I think – I think they realized they were putting an awful lot on Jalen Hurts' plate. Uh, You know, and you're talking about a guy who even now has made, what, 12 starts in the NFL, uh, something like that. Uh, So I I think there was probably a recognition that they were trying to ask him to do too much. And I would imagine there's also the recognition that – you know, what they're trying to do defensively uh, isn't working. So if we keep the ball and keep at least the defense fresh, uh, you know, we should be able to to kind of shorten the game and take our chances. Um, I don't know. I, you know, I don't know if, if there's one thing, but uh, the, the thought process of Nick Sirianni early in the season when they were playing these games against these very good offensive teams like Tampa Bay, Kansas City, and Dallas was basically, well, we – we know they're going to score a lot of points, so we have to score a lot of points. And then we just go out there and throw the ball all over the place instead of kind of looking at it as, you know, well, maybe we should do our best to keep this team off the field. And we have the offensive line that's kind of built to run block. Um, now I'm not saying they would have won any of those games, 
but I, I think the game plans would have made a lot more sense when you've got a, a young quarterback and you've got a receiving core that is basically, you know, Devontae Smith, who's legit, and then a bunch of guys. <laughs> so, right, yeah. you know, I, I, I never understood the throw the ball all over the place. Um, and a lot of games, it really seemed like the, the game plan was let Jalen run around back there. You know, he'll throw, he'll complete passes, or he'll scramble for first downs, and, and we'll be okay. So, I hope they stick with what they're doing here. Um, I hope they stick with it when Miles Sanders is healthy, because I'd love to see him mm-hmm. get 15 to 20 carries pretty consistently, because he's got the. And we've seen here the last couple of years. You know, he might have games where he his first 10 carries go for 20 yards, and then he breaks one for an 85 yard touchdown, like. You know, so we'll see if they continue. Uh, but the defense—I don't know how you fix the defense because that seems to be what's happening now is a feature, not a bug. This seems to be exactly what the defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon wants to keep everybody in front of them. I think the thought process is if you force teams to go 12, 14 plays, that they will commit a big penalty. You know, they'll do something to get themselves off schedule, and you'll get stops that way. But we've seen now there's enough body of work against any kind of a a plus offensive team. Uh, It just hasn't worked. And now they get Denver, and uh, (laughs) I was somewhat taken aback by that result yesterday. Matt, I don't know about you. Oh, I, that's why I don't bet games like that. Like I, I could have sat there and drawn up about 15 different scenarios, and none of them would have involved the Broncos taking a victory lap up 30 to nothing. Like it just, you know, I, I got nothing. I don't, Dallas isn't obviously that bad. Denver's not that good. It was just kind of one of those games. Um, but you know, it's that's a. Denver offense that you would think you should be able to contain to 17, 20 points. Um, but, you know, I... <laughs> I, I don't. I, 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 I was taken aback by that. Yeah, I, I, and I, they made it look easy. Like, it wasn't like... You see a game like that, when you see 30 to nothing, whatever it was early in the fourth quarter, I think your, your, first, process, your first thought, if you hadn't watched the game, was, well, Cowboys must just be turning it over all over the place. No, nope. he's got pushed around. Yeah, they just got beat up and, and got it shoved down their throats and never got the engine going. And, you know, I I don't know. I If anything, I would say that's a little bit of a break for the Eagles because there's no way Denver's going to be able to replicate that. So you'll, you probably won't get quite as good an effort. But, you know, I think this season's about finding out about things and finding out about yeah. positions and players and even coaches. Um, so as frustrating as it is, you know, the wins losses are what they are. And even that being said, the rest of the way, the schedule, as tough as the schedule was the first six, seven weeks, that's how easy it is yeah. the rest of the way. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, they, I think that the thing most Eagles fans are looking at is the idea that they could have three first round picks come April. Exactly. And, but, they, and, but they have one in the roster now and that's Devonte Smith. Yeah, and he's everything you'd hope he would be. Yep. You know, so I really, you know, if I'm looking at this team, you know, it hurts the answer, I don't know. But I haven't seen enough to say he's not the answer, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, I, I think agree. The, 
the jury's still out. You see some things where he doesn't make throws that he has to make, but I also see a guy who's tough as nails and who the the huddle responds to and who, you know, even on his off days, doesn't turn it over a ton. Like, he takes right. care of the football. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot to like there. I, my point is, I think there's pieces, young pieces on offense that you can get by with. I'm looking for this draft and free. The defense has to be completely rebuilt. And, you know, if you want to – if there's one – you know, people always ask me, like, you know, could Sirianni get fired? And I'm like, I'd be no. very surprised no. to see that a one and done. However – if this trend continues, it would not surprise me if they are forced to make some defensive changes yeah. uh, to kind of make pe- <laughs> alleviate uh, the the loudest voices uh, who are upset. It's not it's not scheme; it's personnel, and that's that's what always gets me about it. It's personnel. I mean, the, the Eagles on defense don't have enough good people. I mean, no, they don't. But I I would also push back that they don't do enough to force the issue. Right. Like I, they may not be good know, enough to force the issue. No, but I think there's certain points where, like, uh, for example, the, the drive last night, the Chargers, Chargers got the ball with six and a half minutes left, and right. they they took it down to zero when they kicked the field goal. Exactly. I would almost argue there's two or three points on that drive where you got you got you got to try and force a mistake. Yeah, exactly. If they score a touchdown, hey, at least we get the ball back with three minutes left, and you know, yeah. uh, to just kind of sit and. Let them go four, seven, twelve yards a clip, and control the clock, and you burn all your timeouts, and you still can't get the ball. Like, you know, I think there are certain points where you've really got to go for it yeah. and take your chances. And if you get beat, hey, you know, at least you're doing it on your terms. So yeah. I would push back a little. I mean, don't get me wrong, the personnel, the linebackers are expansion level. Yeah. Uh, I've talked about the defensive line makes a lot of money, and they don't get nearly the consistent work right. they should. Uh, I think the corner, Wilt Slay, who got hurt yep. uh, in the second half, uh, has been really good. Yes, he uh, has. You know, they've got some pieces in the secondary along him, alongside him, but they really don't have guys that make plays. They don't have difference no. makers. So, I mean, Fletcher Cox is not the Fletcher Cox we've been used to. Yeah. yeah. Javon Hargrave started out really good, um, and I'm – I'm, I'm hesitant to say a player has fallen off at that defensive tackle position because you can cause a lot of havoc and not get any credit for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am sure that yeah. he is at the top of the list when wow. you know teams are scheming that he's not going to beat us and right. no one else is stepping up. And you can do nothing all night uh, in a game at defensive tackle and have you know one replay after another. Oh, that's right. That's Aaron Donald last night. Did nothing, but there was a thousand replays of him doing nothing. All right. Um, it's amazing. He still cashed yeah. the check, though. Ooh. Absolutely. Uh, Joel Embiid. Um, what is, he's averaging 21.5-9.5 a game, and the Sixers have the best record in the Eastern Conference at 8-2. and two. What is the NBA policy on health and safety protocols? Because now he's tested positive, so why is he out several games based on the league policy? I honestly, I just saw that, and I'm not sure exactly. I know it sounds like he was going to rest tonight. He was not going to play tonight, even before this. They were going to give him the night off. Um, But, I mean, it it might depend if you're symptomatic, not symptomatic. Okay. Uh, I know Tobias Harris, apparently, you know, I remember Doc Rivers talking about he was was fully vaccinated and, you know, was still struggling uh, with it. So it might 
depend on that. Uh, you know, and Embiid, as, as good as he looked, you know, at, the, at times early in the season here, his knee's still cranky. Yeah. So, you know, if you want to look at glass half full, maybe this gives okay. him a week ago to, to rest the knee. But I don't know the exact protocols of why, uh, you know, why he would have to be out for so long, even if vaccinated. Sir, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Always a pleasure. Take care.